Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of Inside Boxing. It's the 24th of May, 2013. I'm Noah, and here are my two co-hosts, Ty. All right, Paul. And Chris. Yo, how's everyone doing? All right, then. Let's start with the news this week. We have got Delahoya discussing Mayweather the Kanawa, whether it must happen, and if it does, what weight? 154 he wants. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go with this. Um, so Dylan Hoyer wants to make Mayweather against Alvarez for September the 14th. Uh, but only if Mayweather will agree, pretty much. It's on the table. Mayweather just needs to accept it, to be honest. But Dylan Hoyer is getting a bit impatient with Floyd. Uh, but we all know you can't really strong-arm Floyd Mayweather, can you? And that, that's kind of what it looks like what Oscar De La Hoya is probably trying to do. Uh, at the end of the day, it's looking like Floyd's probably not going to be interested in this fight. And I'll probably say it 147, uh, sorry, don't mind me. And uh, he'll probably take on Devin Alexander, I think. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think you should, I mean, strong arming, which means basically... You know, making 154 champs, fighting 154, I want to call it strong arming. Strong mm-hmm. arming. But, uh, I don't know. I think, I think it should be properly at 154. I mean, you know, Mayweather's a belt holder. Uh, Canelo's mm-hmm. a belt holder. You know, uh, and it, and although he, he has looked worse at, at 154, you know, against Delahoya, yeah, against Delahoya and Cotto, his worst uh, performance, his hardest opponents. But, I mean, uh, if Mayweather truly wants to fight, he'll, he'll agree to 154. But like you said, you know Mayweather. He he makes the rules, and if you don't agree with him, you know he'll he'll just he'll leave. Fuck it. So I mean, I'd like it at 154. If it can't be agreed at 154, let's not do it because you know 152, 151. It just it wouldn't be a proper. I don't think it'd be a proper fight. You know. Yeah. It, it you know it, it'd be easier for Mayweather. It'd be worse for Canelo. I th- I'd want both of them, you know, at their best. But like you like like I said before, one three four is not his best. But he is a belt holder. You know, it's not like he's getting dragged up. He does have a belt there. Well, so, this week I, I read an article by a, a bit of a dumbass blogger <laughs> saying that um, <laughs> saying that Alvarez uh, should melt down to one four seven, uh, have a rehydration clause of one hundred and fifty six pounds, and uh, commit to random blood tests from training camp. To fight night and a two million dollar fine for every one pound over one hundred and fifty six pounds he wears over it. That's what the blogger's opinion of the fight should be. But you're right, Noah. I mean, at the end of the day, Mayweather is uh, is a champion in that division, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it just makes sense. It makes sense to get them both to fight each other. I mean, yeah. is is that blogger? Is he Jeff Mayweather, or, or is he related somehow to the Mayweather family? Because that that is that is ludicrous. I mean, it, it is pretty ludicrous. It, it, this blogger, uh, I found some of his stuff somewhere, and he just doesn't seem to like any anybody apart from Mayweather. <laughs> well, uh, I'd agree with the blood testing. I mean, it should be standard. I mean, yeah, it, plus, if you're fighting against Mayweather, he's going to stipulate that. Um, everything else, uh, like I said before, just just have it at 154. Let's be done with it. Let's see if, if Mayweather can do it. You know, uh, I think he can. Uh, in my opinion, I think he, he takes it. Maybe not as easy as before uh, when I saw him uh, fight Guerrero. He, he did seem a little. As good as he looked, he did seem a little, uh, his footwork was a bit off than the usual Mayweather. I still say he, he beats Canelo uh, handily, but um, that, that's just my opinion, you know, so, uh, you know. Yeah, this is a talk for a different day, though. I mean, uh, who, who beats who, what happens there. But um, oh, Ty, yeah. do you have any opinions on this, yeah. Ty? I think the fight uh, has to happen. After, after Mayweather-Pacquiao, I think it'd be a real shame for him. This is pretty much a mega fight. Uh, Mayweather could win a lineal title if he beats Canelo here, yeah, so it's quite big. It has to happen at 154, though. 
Yeah, Mayweather's not comfortable there, but he has fought there before. He has won both times there. Canelo has to fight at 154. He's draining. He's. I think he he cuts a lot of weight to make 154 personally. So going going lower to 147 is just not not an option at all. Mm. No. Uh, other news, Ty. Um, next up, Warren's Frank Warren's card being called off. Wilder out. Not going to happen. Uh, Malik Scott possibly a replacement. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of names thrown around as a replacement. I've heard everyone from Tyson Fury uh, to David Hay, people like this, you know. Although we all know this is just more Frank Warren smoke screens, probably trying to get people to buy tickets. But the one thing that I am pretty certain of, pretty confident of, is that Malik Scott might be stepping in in this fight. Uh, so to me, that, that looks like uh, looks like it's a pretty good fight, really. Then if Scott had come over here and step in for July the twentieth. So it's something I'd be interested in. Uh, what about you, Noah? What do you think? Uh, I'd like to see Jazora versus uh, Malik Scott. I mean, you know, everybody, nobody really gave him a, a chance against uh, Glasgow, uh, Scott, that is. Uh, it did end up being a draw. But, you know, I, I think if you weren't a judge in the fight, you, 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 had, you had to have it for, for Scott. Um, you know, he, he's a tall, lanky guy. He uses a jab pretty well. His defense is pretty good. Uh, it's a bit uh, reflex-based, but he does pretty well. Um, you know, he is undefeated. I'm defeated. He's 35 and 0. Um, I think it's a good with one draw. And one draw, of course. Uh, um, I think it's a good fight. You know, you got Chizora. You know, he the usual, uh, the stereotypical uh, swarmer. You know, he doesn't he's, he doesn't throw too many shots, but he does have a pretty good right hand to the body. Um, he's just there. He's always there, Derek yeah, Chizora. Yeah, he is. He is uh, to get defense. Whether or not he has any work rate, I don't feel like the guy throws enough punches. He, he keeps his hands up well. You know, he's got a pretty decent defense. He's only been stopped once, you know, in yeah. his uh, 20 professional fights, I think. And um, yeah. uh, at, at the end of the day, I think yeah, Malik Scott might be too much for him. But I think this is... Uh, I think Scott hasn't gone 12 rounds. Whether or not it'll be a 12-round fight, but I, I, that's a different question. Yeah. But I don't think Malik Scott has been 12 rounds. And um, it's whether or not, as, as you said before, uh, does he have the punch power, you know, to keep Chisora yeah. off of him? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's an issue because I think he's too good at boxing maybe for Chisora. But again, who wins, who loses, that's, that's a debate for another day. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have anything to throw in on this? Um, yeah, I hope the fight happens. It's just, well, let's just wait and see with this one. You, know, it, you never know what's going to happen with Frank Wong's cards at the moment. Let's just hope that the fight does happen because I, th- I think it's a good mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I do think it's a pretty good fight. It's something I would like to see and it's not often... Uh, Frank Warren puts puts on a card I'm interested in seeing. Uh, so next up we have um, Darren Barker is to fight Daniel Gill for the IBF middleweight title on August the 17th in New York. I think that's a pretty uh, good fight, especially for us Brits. Yeah, you know? really good uh, fight, man. Anything you want to add, Noah? Uh I mean, other than the Martinez fight uh, with Barker and the Stern fight against Gill, I haven't really caught it between the two. But from what I saw. Uh, what I think, uh, I think Barker, you know, the, the, the tall, the defense, good jab, you know, he laid out the blueprint to beat Martinez, which Murray, uh, well, he did in my eyes and a lot of eyes, but he, you know, he lost, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he did. And, and then against Gil, you know, the more wild, the more, more, uh, intensive fighter, you know, I, I'd, I'd hope that he, he'd, uh, widen, you know, uh, not widen, um, close up some of his shots, you know, a bit more tight. But I mean, you know, they call him Gil Zaggy or something. Else, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> take it that far. But you know, they are a bit wide. Um, I think it's a pretty good fight. You know, it's it's the classic, you know, boxer versus swarmer. You know, can 
can Barker keep off uh, Gil? Can Gil, you know, come in, coming inside, you know, moving the head, you know, throwing mm-hmm. punches? Uh, in my opinion, I, I favor probably Barker, but I think it's a pretty good fight, you know? We need this type of fight in middleweight. Yeah, of course. Sorry, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a really good fight. I think it's, I think Gila of all the champions is the one that can be beat easier than the others, I suppose. Uh, Barker, really good boxer, had a lot of trouble. He's finally back on the right path, he seems. I, I really hope he can win. But it's a yeah, it's a close fight, isn't it? It's a it's a good one. It, it is a close fight, uh, but I I would have to say Daniel Gill he's banging form, you know, uh, with wins over Sturm and Mundane in his last two, you know, uh, and uh, Mundane was the only person to have beaten him, you know. So you've got to say really he's doing all right for himself at the moment, Daniel Gill. Uh, I would say he's faced better opposition, been a bit more active than Darren Barker in the last couple of years. So uh, it, it is a really close fight. I rate Barker. I, I, I really hope yeah, he can go out there and do the business. Yeah, it'd be great to get another world champion for Britain anyway. Um, next up, uh, Fury. <laughs> oh, God. This guy. Uh, man, the, the things he's been doing this week are beyond a joke. You know, on Twitter, calling everybody in the UK who's a decent fighter a wanker. And um, <laughs> it, it pretty much... Pretty much calling, uh, pretty much calling Amir Khan and the likes out. You know, of course you, you're, you're a big tough man calling out a ten storm guy. You know, there's totally no need for this sort of behaviour. And uh, I really feel that like Tyson Fury has gone too far this week. Uh, calling everybody, calling everybody. You know, frotch. Uh, uh, God, it's, it's, it's something really. Bit, He's what you, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, some, it's something that's pissed me off. You know, I really feel like he's gone too far with it. You know, I don't know about you, Ty. Have you seen any of his tweets? Um, I've, no, I've heard about them. Uh, I know he's, he's Colin Barker, um, Froch, Amir Khan. He, he just needs to be quiet and get on with what he's doing. He's trying to play a pantomime villain, but the guy's too stupid for it. You know, he doesn't he doesn't have the intelligence, the IQ to be a pantomime villain. <laughs> uh, he's, he's too much of a dumbass. And he, he also came out with some I found quite disrespectful comments towards. Uh, uh, Vladimir Klitschko saying that Emmanuel Stewart told him that uh, uh, I would knock Vlad out. You know, to be honest, that, that's something you can't confirm because Manny's Manny's dead now. So that, that is awful for him to be saying something like that. I think that is that's a bridge too far. Maybe you know, bringing somebody in who isn't even around anymore. You know, I, I think that's I think that's very out of order. I think Tyson Fury is um, it, one day he's probably going to get like <laughs> it, someone's probably going to kick him in in a back street or something one day, aren't they? What well, do you guys I, think of him over there? <laughs> well, you know, usually Americans, uh, unless you're, you know, a proper boxing fan, you're really going to know who he is. Most just know him of that uh, video where he punched himself, uh, uppercutted himself. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, good, uh, that's but, a good video. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, what he's trying to do is get his name out there. And, you know, it is, and, yeah, it is a bit disrespectful he's using Stewart's name. But other than that, I really have no problem with what he's doing. Um, you know, he's trying to get his name out there. And, you know, guess what? We're talking about him. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so... Um, you know, hopefully he steps up now in, in the proper boxing ring. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he fought, fuck, uh, he fought freaking, uh, what's his name? Um, Cunningham? The Cruiserweight, yeah, uh, Cunningham. Uh, he did the job. He knocked on his ass as well, by the way. Yeah, he did as well. <laughs> that was a bit, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think, uh, you know, I'd like to see some more from him in the future. Let's see if he can, uh, you know, back up his talk. Well, pieces. apparently it's, um, Pulev next uh, for Fury anyway, so that's a good fight. Yeah, that would be. That would yeah, be. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Next he, he just needs to shut up and let his boxing do the work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next Go up, um, Amir yeah. Khan. There's rumours he's moving up to fight Devin Alexander at 147, but after seeing uh, the weekend's action, 
in his own division, he's thinking of staying at 140 now. He's not sure. Well, I'd say for his best interest, he should move up to 147. I mean, he's claiming, you know, the weight is draining him a bit, but I've never seen any problems with him at weigh-ins or in fights. It just seems, you know, his chin is just not so good. It's 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 yeah. pretty. That's his that's his worst fault. It's just and a vulnerability he's got, isn't it? Exactly, you know, and and the way he the way he fights, it just it maximizes his his vulnerability. You know, he throws from from his from his freaking uh, waist uh, from his waist. You know, he he throws arm punches. He you know he shoe shines a lot, and you know he leaves his chin wide open. You know, we saw in the in his last fight, I think it was Diaz. What's the name? Uh, I'm not a little I'm too unsure. And he hurt him. You know, he knocked him down. Um, yeah, Diaz. Yeah, um, I think he should go to 140. I think it'd be more of a winnable fight against Alexander than Matisse, you know, the the hard and you know, punching slugger from Argentina, or you know, Garcia. Probably have to fear for Khan's life against Matisse, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I think I would. I mean, you know, if he's getting hurt from fighters like Diaz, who's not really known to be a good puncher, you know, and then he goes up to Matisse, which is probably one of the hardest punches I've ever seen in my life in the sport. That that does not end well for Khan. And, you know, we we saw what happened with Garcia. It's already happened before. He's got knocked out. I wouldn't raise his chances highly there either. I mean, I guess he should just go to – I'd rather him just retire. I don't think he has too much more to prove. I mean, unless his chin somehow magically just gets better, he's not going to be – Yeah, he doesn't, need, he doesn't need a new trainer. He needs a new chin. Yeah. And, uh, that's an issue, you know. And, and you know he, – he's, he's not got a good defense. He, he gets hit too easily. He's too yeah. readily hit. You know, so it's just a matter of time before, you know, you don't want to see the guy get seriously hurt in the ring. Yeah. And it's something that could really happen, you know. I mean, Amir Khan could end up in a wheelchair or something. You could, you could imagine that. Yeah, and for and all so the hate, he wants to see happen. Yeah, and for all the hate, you know, he gets, you know, for talking and everything. Yeah, of course. He, he, he wants to fight against the best. It's just that I fear for him because he's fighting against the best because he's, he's been knocked out most times. And it's just... I think enough is enough. I think he should retire. But if he does indeed go keep going, I think he should go to 147. Maybe he maybe he does a little bit better there. But uh, I, like I said, I'd just rather see him retire. Uh, what about you, Ty? What do you think? I think he should uh, go up to 147. Um, if he's saying he's got problems at the weight, then he's the one who knows. Um, personally, I think if he stays at 140, there's so many good fighters there, he's going to get hurt again. Um, I think he goes to 147, has a good fight with um, Alexander. We'll see what happens there. Hopefully. Uh, so, uh, what's next? Is it um, Vladimir Klitschko? That, that's news today, isn't it? Um, the blood yeah. test. A lot of talk, and uh, you know, Povetkin wants him to take uh, three, three or five. What is? I, I could have sworn it was a hundred blood tests. <laughs> uh, <laughs> three. He wants him to take the Russian, the uh, the American, American and, and, the German. and the German. Whereas Klitschko, he just wants to do the German one, and that's it. Um, I think he should do the Russian. I mean, it, it's it is from what I've read. It isn't going to be in Russia. I think he should do the Russian blood test and yep. German blood test. The American, I mean, unless it is stipulated, I don't think he should because it's you know unless it's because he's trained in America or because of the belts are American. I don't really see the point in having American blood tests. For me, fine, it is German and Russian. But what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think he should definitely take a Russian blood test. Um, and maybe that's all he really needs to take. But he really wants to take his own from Germany. Uh, the one what he's used to doing, the one that he's used to taking. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't see the point in him having to take too many, you know, being asked around too much. Uh, he is a champion at the end of the day, you know, so he shouldn't be fucked about more than more than he has to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, he is like you said, he is the champion. So if anything, he should be one of the one making demands. But uh, yeah. you know. But um, I, I just think at the end of the day, it's just mind games from Vivekin. Uh I still yeah. don't think he, he, 
he believes in himself he's going to be Vladimir. But, you know, whatever that can get him going mentally, I think he's going to do. But uh, what about you, Ty? What do you think about this whole situation? Um, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Vlad's the champion. He's people trying to make him dictate him. Um, but then again, after this, the Mayweather-Pacquiao saga and uh, the boxing fans missing out on that fight, I think you just need to do whatever you can to make a fight happen. And drug testing, yeah. I don't think, I don't care who you are, you should take as many as you can, especially in this spot. So hopefully everything gets sorted out, take whatever's necessary, yeah. and they get the fight on, because it's a big fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to see it. You know, Being a big uh, Klitschko's supporter, I-, I would love to see Vlad fight Povetkin. It's like uh, eventually the fights come off, you know, after all the years of uh, Povetkin chasing Vladimir around in the Povetkin bus. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's something I really want to see. You know, I, 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 I do want to see this fight. So I, I hope Vlad don't pull out. I hope yeah, he, he does what he's needed. And I hope he just goes and beats Povetkin up at the end of the day. Because there's nobody else out there apart from Hare who's injured and been a bit inactive. There's nobody else out there really for Vladimir to go and kick in. You know, so I would definitely like to see Vlad against Povetkin, like, really a lot. So I hope, yeah, everything goes all right, though. Um, last bit of news. Um, Audley Harrison has returned to boxing. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> uh, we'll talk okay. about, uh, yeah, shall we do the reviews of last weekend? Yeah, okay. Uh, where do you want to start? Price Fighter? Uh, yeah, please, let's get this out of the way. Okay, <laughs> we done. Oh, God. Okay, so after sitting through watching eight of maybe the dullest boxes of all time. Cruiserweights, right? Talk, yeah, cruiserweights. Oh, God. Um, at the end of it, you know, uh, Wadi Camacho won, won prize fighter. He, he won in the final by a KO over Harry Miles. Uh, other than that, pretty much everything else was, was awful. No, no knockouts, no, no stoppages. Maybe, maybe the worst prize fighter in the history of prize fighter. Um, Ty, you said you watched a bit of it, am I right? Uh, I watched the, the last uh, the last fight. Um, it's not my cup of tea prize fight at all, but I suppose you've got to watch it. Uh, it's a good win for Camacho. Maybe he can get a British title shot now, or a European maybe, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe prize fighter should just stop being on the air, please. Eddie Hearn, please stop doing prize fighter, please. Right. Um, <laughs> do you have any opinions at all, or, or you wouldn't have seen it, would you? My opinion is, uh, I think we should just uh, let it let it die a slow death, and maybe we should move on to another <laughs> another recent action. <laughs> Let's right. move on to some more recent action. Short on, time, Sky Card. Excellent. Right, they had yeah. a Matisse Perfect. Peterson main event, Alexander Purdy also on the card, um, Harun Khan against Medellin, Agogo versus Perez. Right, what should we start with? Uh, let's start with the big, the big sandwich, you know. Matisse Peterson, you know, TKL3. Um, you know, that was the big fight everybody was clamoring for. Uh, you know, last week it was a lot of hype. And, you know, Matisse just went out there like it was another day in the office. And, you know, he, 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 beat, the, he beat the hell out of him, you know. Uh, he, he hurts him in the second round. Uh, then even the following round, he knocks him out. Uh, Matisse, I, to, to, uh, I'd say he looked a bit wild, though. You know, that left hook at the beginning of the third round where he slipped and fell was a bit sloppy. But I think he, he felt the punches in the first and second round. He saw that he hurt him. I think he was just going balls to the wall, screw defense. He felt Peterson's punching. He didn't feel anything. And he said he, could, he can take this guy. And you know what? He went out there and he did. Um, what do you think, Chris? 
Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with you. I felt like Lucas Matisse looked really good on the night. You know, he's a bit of an intimidating man as well by the looks of him. <laughs> you know, I, I think yeah, uh, Peterson was probably slightly intimidated. You know, just even at the even at the start, don't you know, touching gloves at the start of the fight. Yep. Uh, Matisse comes out, you know, hits hard by all accounts. The people who were at ringside said yeah, they, they, they heard those punches thudding all the way back in like the tenth row and stuff. So uh, some really hard shots and. Peterson to have lasted three rounds uh, to me, but that, that was a lot better than it was looking by the end of like round one. You know? So um, yeah, yeah, great, a great performance by Matisse. You know, quite scurry as well. You know, Danny yeah. Garcia next for him. Yeah, so. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't the crowd as well. I mean, you saw his reaction. He he jumped up and took off yes. his glasses. So yeah. I mean, he he must know if he didn't know before. I mean. Like I said, everybody was picking Peterson to do his decision himself. Having um, to say to the camera, I'm number one, really does say something to yeah. me, you know. Yeah, I think he was just, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I think he's a bit, uh, a bit uh, not scared, but he's just a bit, uh, he knows what's coming after him now. He knows the, the, the beast from Argentina has earned a shot, took out Peterson. So uh, I'm, that, that's what um, I'm hopeful next for Garcia. Uh, uh, Batiste, you know, in September, a lot of talks are talking about September, so. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, Ty, what do you think? Yeah, it was over quickly, wasn't it? How just settling down, really. <laughs> it was over. Really yeah. good fight. Um, Matisse is serious, isn't he? He's a serious man. Um, yeah. Garcia, Peter, uh, Garcia, Matisse has to happen now. Yeah, there's no excuses left. You know, you know, he he took out uh, Peterson. He took out Peterson. He took out a Jose. He took out Soto. Uh, he took out Mike Dallas Jr. All KOs. Um, yeah, the shot says next. Definitely. Yeah, can't wait. You know. I'm looking forward to it, you know. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. We'll find uh, out 140 pounds supremacy there, so. Yeah, definitely. Well, considering we're talking about Matisse, we should go to Devin Alexander um, now and yeah. uh, talk about his performance against Lee Purdy. You know, I mean, uh, to me, Lee Purdy looked like he was quite game. You know, he was there, but he didn't really do a lot, just had his hands up. Uh, yeah, go on, Ty. You can, you can fill us in on this one. Yeah, um, well, Lee Purdy was retired at the end of the seventh round by his corner. Uh, he wasn't happy about it. Uh, understandable, he's, he's his oh, yeah, big, shot, big shot at the big time, isn't it? Um, but the, what I saw, Alexander, who had a hurt, hurt, back, hurt his backhand early on in the fight, was uh, just opening up on him. Every time Purdy tried to open up, he did get hit again and again and again. I can't, can't fault the guy, but um, I think he was right to pull him out when they did, because it was only going one way. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> the, uh, the uppercut was landing on Purdy uh, more and more frequently. Um, you know, we, I had talked to my buddy, we were watching the fight. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a TKO by, by the end of the ninth. And, you know, I think his corner did the right thing. Maybe, you know, a lot of people say maybe he could have lashed it. I just saw more and more, less and less resistance, uh, from Purdy as the rounds grew on. I think it was a good stoppage. He, you know, he, he was not going to come back. Um, he's not that type of power puncher. So I think it was a good showing <clears throat> from, from Alexander. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he does in the future at 147. Devin Alexander, Devin Alexander beat the snot out of Lee Purdy, in my opinion. You know, he, he did, he did what he had to do. You know, Purdy was there for, for the taking, there for the hitting. But um, here's something which Devin Alexander said after the fight. You know, trying to take a bit of um, a bit of sting away from the Lucas Matisse win, saying, "Yeah, I beat Lucas Matisse at sixty percent." You know, <laughs> and imagine what I would have done if I was one hundred percent. You know, to be honest, you you barely beat Lucas Matisse in the first place. You know, a lot of people scored the fight the other way around. <laughs> I'll say this. So, if, if he was indeed at 60%, he would have been on the canvas. I'd tell you that much. He, he, he would have been at 110%. Well, he, he, he was on the canvas. He, he was on the canvas oh, at one I point. Sh- I should say, he would, he would be sleeping on the canvas. He, he'd be there a lot more longer than he was in the actual <laughs> fight. 
So, you know, it's just, you know, it's, uh, it's a fighter, you know, like usual, just talking a bit of, uh, it's, of it's very, it's very unsportsmanlike, you know, it's very unprofessional to try and take, try and take a, a, a night away from somebody, you know, by saying something like that, I think. Uh, Ty, do you have an opinion on it? Um, yeah, I, the fight was really close between Alexander and Matisse, wasn't it? So, uh, he's, he's just trying to hit, uh, show that he's got a really good win. Take the shine off yep. uh, Matisse's victory. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, what's definitely. next? What's next? It's uh, the undercard. We had fights between yeah, Gogo and Perez. Gogo won by unanimous decision. Looks quite good. Sixth round. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah he impressed Bernard Hopkins too, apparently. Hopkins came over to him and uh, he's offered to give him a training session in Philadelphia, you know, B-Hop. So, yeah, that looks like a Gogo has gone and done something right, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that'd be a lot, a lot of knowledge for a Gogo there. Uh, if he trains with uh, Hopkins, you know, it, it, I think it'd make him better as a fighter as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the other fight, Haroon Khan. Got a TKO yeah, against Mendelin. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, yeah I, I felt like um, Haroon Khan looks really good, to be honest. I, I, I didn't expect to think that he'd look good, but he did. He, he did. He looked strong at the weight. You know, he, he, he looked fast. He was sitting down on his punches. To me, he, he, he looked pretty good. You know, let's see what he's got in the future. And what weight was this, just to clarify for our Super uh, listeners? flyweight, I believe Haroon Khan was. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it was super flyweight. It might have been weight, but I think it was super flyweight. Maybe go with the next Manny Pacquiao then. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't push him that far after no, just one fair pressure. Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe. But his brother's chin, you know, and besides, he comes from our town, and you know, our, our, our town um, back great for making boxes with chins. <laughs> It'll be interesting in the future. Um, what about Mosley uh, Cano? That 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 was interesting. Um, in Mexico. To me, yeah, from in Mexico as well, and he won the decision. Uh, Mosley, strangely enough, you would think it'd be the opposite. Um, why don't you lead us off, Chris? What do you think? Oh, me? Um, yeah, well, Shane Mosley, one of my favorite fighters, uh, like ever, and uh, yeah, I, I I didn't really want to see him come back, and I was really pleased with how he won and how he performed. You know, he, he looked apart. But I felt like he went to war a bit too much. Maybe, maybe he was rocked in the mid, in the mid to late mid rounds. You know, but I feel like Mosley, Mosley did what he had to do. I'm glad that he won. You know, but I, I, it just sucks now that he won and he's going to fight again. You know, he's probably going to fight again. It's making him look like he's worthy of a title shot or something. Yeah. And he's he's got to step up his competition even more now again, isn't he? That's the yeah, that's the shame definitely. about his win. And that's not that's not what I want to see. I want to see Shane Mosley retire. Please, please stay retired. You know, you, you've done all you can do in your career. What, what do you want to do now? You know, you think you're gonna, he's gonna get in there and fight someone like a Marquez or a Bradley or something? You know, that's just that's just not right, is it? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's just he's just like uh, so many fighters in the past. You know, fighting past their best and just uh, delusional to think that they're gonna you know somehow turn the clock back like a like a Hopkins or a Foreman. But you know, it's it's a reason why Foreman and Hopkins and more Archie Moore were so. Uh, applauded for that because there's just there's not many other fighters that can fight you know as as they reach 40 and above um yeah i I agree with you to me i i saw the round i saw the fight spurts some rounds no some rounds not uh i just think mostly he's just i think he's done he's really done uh i mean he landed a couple right hands that looked like it was a uh you know lightweight mostly but uh, he should have. Yeah. He should have retired after the. After His game the was always fight. speed, wasn't it, Mosley? And when when's that? Yeah. Well, it's gone. It's yeah, it's not yeah. looking good for him. Yeah, I just hope. Yeah. I hope he's got the money to retire now. Yeah, hopefully. I'm with you, mate. Yeah, but um, yeah. It, it, it's something. It's something. As a fight fan, 
And as a Shane Mosley fan, I, I don't want to see I don't want to see Mosley going out there know, fighting these these good guys, these better guys, these world class guys. I mean it's it's just no need for Mosley to be doing that, you know. There isn't any need for it. Yeah, he's proved his worth and he's proved how tough he was and how good a fighter he was. He doesn't he doesn't need to prove anything, but yeah. you know, he's in a fighter's mind from yeah. Oscar to Forrest, everybody, man, everybody. Mayweather fighters just out. don't know to let go, do we? We just don't yeah. know when to they retire. Don't. They don't. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's going to take a brutal knockout or something awful yeah. to make Never him realize. Either nah, well, he was yet. close against the Forrest fight though, but. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, sad, you know. It's pretty sad. But um, let's move on to, uh, to something a bit more uh, happy. This Ty. weekend, <laughs> we have yeah. the yeah. mega fight, Carl Froch versus Mikel Kessler, number two, the rematch. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, can, can we come back to this, actually? Because, yeah, yeah, because there'll be so much for us to talk about, and we might forget about the undercard. You <laughs> okay. see, so. uh, Mike Ward is in a... Stay busy fight. Uh, Scotty Cardle, same as usual. Uh, mm-hmm. Main support for this fight is uh, Bellew Chilemba 2 and Groves versus Alcoba. Let's talk about them. Okay, well, Bellew Chilemba, uh, uh, that, that, that's a big rematch. Uh, Noah, did you see the first fight? Uh, no, sad to say I haven't. So uh, why don't you uh, refresh uh, my memory and, and the memories of viewers okay. if you haven't seen it? Well, it was a well, 12th round Dullifer, really, wasn't it? Um, Bellew looked yeah, okay for the first five, six rounds, but then Chilemba just took over, start making him miss and making him pay. Was it due to stamina problems on the part of no, Bello? No, no, no. He just, nope. he just didn't nope. land on Chilemba, started getting frustrated, yes. started loading up on shots. Chilemba started timing him, didn't he, a bit better? That's he right, started yeah. getting used to what was going and, on. And who was, the, who was the winner of the first fight? It was a draw. It was, it was a, draw. a draw. Oh, wow. So, who do you guys favor and why uh, for this rematch? Uh, go on, Ty, you can go first. I'm edging to Chilemba, but not with much at all. Uh, if Chilemba can handle the atmosphere, um, apparently he was ill the first fight as well, so I think he's just got the style to beat someone like Bellew. It, it was really hard to hit. Just every time Bellew would throw the right hand, it was rolled. I think Bellew's got to jab jab his way in and, and work the body, maybe. I, I can't see him landing too much. He just got to overwhelm him with the work rate, maybe. I, I really feel like... Uh Bellew looks like he was too slow at times against Chalemba. You know, Chalemba did make him look silly. And um, Bellew didn't take the draw too graciously either, did he, after the fight? No. He was a bit... No, he was a bit... He was a bit miffed yeah. after that. Uh, I, I, I probably... Uh, the first fight was so close, and uh, I'd probably... God, this is a tough one for me to call. I'll probably have to go Bellew just for the sake of being different, really. I mean, Ty went to Lember, I'll go Bellew just for the sake of being different. Uh, I, I, I think Bellew might, he might do something different this time. I imagine he might come out and try and get a knockout, you know. Uh, maybe score a knockdown or something, which might just score it slightly in his favour. And if Chalemba can handle the atmosphere, as Ty said, uh, maybe Chalemba might just edge it, but yeah. I'm going to go for Bellew all the well, way. What worries me know? with this is, Bellew Chilemba, the first fight, was close. I don't think anyone can argue with that. But Bellew is now saying, even after re-watching it, he's still saying he won clearly. When fighters are saying that, it seems like they haven't learned. Well, you saw what Tony Bellew put up on Twitter during the Groves-Gonzalez fight a couple of weeks ago. He he scored the first four rounds to... to, Well, Groves, sorry, I didn't mean to say Groves. Um, Burns-Gonzalez fight. He, He said he scored the first, like, four rounds to Burns. <laughs> yeah, so clearly he was 
he was smoking something, weren't he, to be able to say that? Yeah, that was one of the worst score cards I've ever seen. <laughs> right, um, go on, go on, now. what's your prediction for Bellu number 2, even though you didn't see the first one? May as well get it in there while we've all done ours. I'm going to say, yet again, a spectacular draw. Like I said, I can't really draw. I haven't really seen it. I'll say it's a unanimous decision draw. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Has, it, has there ever been a trilogy of draws? Uh, probably, you know, in the yesteryear, 1900s, you know, early 1900s, but uh, not to my knowledge, no, I can't just uh, say there have been. Someone's still uh, up. Maybe this is the yeah. best uh, draw trilogy, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'll ask a boxing history on Twitter. He'll know. He knows everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Groves Alcoba is the, uh, the, mi- the main support. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe for call uh, Alcoba Gonzalez. I think that's why I, I had my slip up a minute ago. So, um, yeah, to me, this is this is a lot more of a fight than people are actually giving it credit for. Uh, a lot of people just think, oh, look at this, it's a bit, it's a bit crap, you know. But uh, it's because they don't know who, uh, who who Al Korba is. They don't know who he is, and I think that's one of the big deals, you know. Um, he's a bit of a puncher. I think he's got 22 knockouts in 30 wins. You know, uh, Groves suspect in the chin, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I think this is an okay fight, you know. It, it might be, it might be a lot better than people think it is. I, uh, I'm, I'm not with you on that. I think it's a poor fight, especially that it's on pay-per-view. I, I wouldn't be happy with this fight on a regular Sky card, so on pay-per-view I think it's quite poor. I know he's only lost to Felix Sturman and Donnie Stevenson, but I think George Groves, who's pretty much calling out Carl Froch, if, if, he's, <laughs> if he thinks he's on that kind of level, then he certainly <laughs> needs to be fighting for guys better than this. I think Groves does need to... He does need to put his money where his mouth is sooner or later. You know, he does need to be stepping up his competition. But he, he is new on Matchroom, you know, to be honest. And at least he's had, like, two fights already this year, which is a lot more than he had in the last two years under Warren. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, a long way. he's a long <laughs> way from the uh, the elite levels, I think. He, he, needs, he needs at least Definitely. four or five big wins before he even thinks about calling out Carl Froch, in my opinion. Yeah, he's barely done anything yet, George Groves. You know, I mean, he, he's undefeated. He's, he's British champion, I think. You know, but this isn't a this isn't a totally like shit fight. It, it, for pay per view wise, yeah, it's shit. For a pay per view card, yes, this card is a bit shit. You know, it could have been better. I mean, Matchroom were doing much more work with David Hayes' card, and that wasn't even pay per view. You know, so it would have been nice if we could have got the Frampton or whatever on here as well, but we haven't. So we're going to have to take what we get. Okay. And, uh, uh, predictions then for it. Oh, sorry, we didn't even. Uh, okay, go on. Uh, go on, Noah. I'll let you go first. Uh, prediction uh, just uh, for Frotch Kessler 2 or for no, uh, Groves? No, for Groves Alcoba. Uh, yet again, I haven't. These are fighters I haven't seen, so uh, I'll say Groves. Uh, you know, this decision. Yeah. I'll stick with that, see what happens. Chris? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably say the same. Uh, I'll say Groves stoppage round, middle rounds. Right. Okay. He's so you want to talk the big one, right? hasn't he? He's he's been sparring um, with Kessler as well. Him and Cleverly. Yeah, he has. So is Nathan Cleverly. Yeah. You know. Uh, to be honest, I I, I I don't mind yet he's been doing this, but it's just his comments that he said that he said after it. He said at the end of the day, Michael Kessler is half English and Froch is, is Polish. You know, I, I found that quite quite funny really for him to say that when he got asked uh, why he's being so unpatriotic you know it's just I think he's just he's probably doing it in a way to sort of you know rub a bit of salt in Carl Crutch's eyes yeah I think he's just uh, 
I don't see the problem with him going sparring. You, you go where you want to go and get get the work. But uh, I think he's enjoyed that he's wound up Carl Frouch a little bit. Uh, that was the point. I think that was his game plan. You know, let's piss off Carl. And um, I, I think it might have worked a little bit, you know. I think it might have worked. Because I think Carl has mentioned him a couple of times since then. So it looks like he's definitely pushed his buttons. Right, uh, the main event, the big one. Mikkel Kessler versus Carl Froch, the rematch. Mikkel Kessler got the nod in Denmark, and now they're in London. That's going to be good. Yeah, you want to take us off a miss, Noah, because you've had little to say the last couple of fights. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, my knowledge has been a bit lacking there. Um, Froch Kessler too. Uh, the first fight, um, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't think it's as great as many people say. Uh, it's a bit overrated there, but it was pretty good. You know, Kessler... Came in with the shorter punching, uh, straighter punching, as he usually does. Jab right hand, uh, left hook occasionally. Um, Frotch seemed to, I don't want to say he underestimated him, but it just seemed he didn't think Kessler was going to be this good. Um, you know, he, he depended on his chin a bit too much. He, he, he wasn't really showing his defense where, where he usually has. You know, he sticks his, his hands out and you think you can punch him. And, you, and you know, it's, it's a bit harder than it looks. But... Um, I think in, in the rematch, uh, I think he'll do a bit better. I think he knows what Kessler's going to come and do. You know, Kessler's not too hard to figure out. Um, you know, he's not a he's not a multi-dimensional type of guy. Um, I think it'll I think it'll be it might be even better than the first fight. I'm, I'm going to say that it'll be better than the first fight. Um, I'm leaning towards Kessler, uh, I'd say. Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, I'd say it's probably going to be better than the first fight. Because, uh, for me, one of the reasons why Carl lost the first fight, which he did lose, you know, he lost that fight. Um, I really feel like Frotch, he was throwing, like, one, two punches, and then he, he would back, he'd back Kessler up. Kessler had the best on the back foot, you know. He'd throw a couple of punches at Kessler, Kessler would back up, and he'll stand off. You know, instead of going in to throw a couple more punches, he'd just stand off. He was, like, as if he was pleased with himself, yeah. That, that, that's good enough, you know. But, but I've hit him you now. He, he felt my punch and he backed off a bit. Uh, to me, that, that's just not good enough. And I think uh, it was probably a bit of naivety on Frotchy's part then, you know. He was still undefeated, probably thought he was easily going to win maybe or something. You know? So maybe it was just before, maybe he needed to learn his lessons, what he learned from Kessler. And uh, to me, I think the second fight's going to be a bit better. Well, probably a lot better, you know, uh, Frotch is really game for it, I mean, just look at his comments in, in some of the pre-fight press conferences, which we'll get onto later, you know, Carl is really up for this fight, um, but let's not forget yet, Kessler is no slouch, you know, he's not, he's not a bad fighter at all, and, um, I mean, he's got 35 knockouts in 46 wins, so he clearly has a punching power, maybe you could get a, get a good dig in on Frotch or something and nick the fight, but I, I, I've got to, I've got to really go for Kessler. He looks, he looks hungry for this. You know, you can see it in his eyes. He wants it. He wants to win big time. Uh, Ty, your turn. Anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. It's slowly over the week. Of know, course I, we are. I, I thought beginning of the week, I thought, uh, yeah, this is a good fight. Closer and closer this game. I'm, I'm getting ready for this. It's going to be good. I think, um, I think Kessler will box at first. I think, I think nobody wants a, a rematch, uh, a repeat of what they went through the first time. It was brutal at times. I think Kessler will try to box. I think Frotch will pressure and pressure and pressure, throw combinations. I think Frotch is going to do a job on Kessler this time. Yeah, it's, it's either way. I mean, the fans are going to win here. You know, we're going to have a great night. It's going to be a good night of boxing. And both men are both, as Frotch has said on countless occasions, yeah, it's gotten boring now. Yeah, they're both a pair of warriors, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a couple of times, hasn't he? 
I'd say this is yeah. going to be the war that everybody expected Peterson uh, and Matisse was going to be. You know, this this will be a war. I don't see any early knockouts. I don't see any drawn out uh, unanimous decisions. I see a I see a war. You know, we got we got Frotch coming off the destruction of Butte. You know, nobody thought he was going to do him like that. We got Kester who's still high off in his win uh, of of Frotch. Um, I think it'll be it'll be very interesting, man. If, if if you haven't seen the first fight, I suggest you watch it. If not, just tune in this Saturday. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a war. Yeah, be. both of them seem to have found a lot of power recently as well. They're both punching harder. Uh, yeah. Kessler sparks Alan Green out cold. Nasty knockout. Um, I, I liked his. I liked how he demolished Brian McGee. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, the body I mean, shots. Yeah, but, but those those right punch those right straights to the solar plexus. Yeah. Ow. You know that that was some great punching. You know, uh, punch I really liked that. That was well, that, in the first fight. Yeah. It were it's something it's something he seems to do you know uh, yeah but wow they, they, they have both been doing well I mean you look at Frotch actually Frotch ended his last fight against Yusuf Mack with a body shot so may, maybe we're both looking into something that you know body shots maybe it, it might be something we might be looking at throwing at each other yeah they've both got titanium chins haven't they so maybe they've been looking to go to his stairs. yeah <laughs> um, should we just move on to uh, predictions or uh. Yeah, uh, I, I, I guess I guess we could talk maybe about how Carl Froch has reacted in uh, the pre-fight press conferences. Or what would you some predictions? Uh, how, uh, didn't didn't on Wednesday night? Didn't he say he was going to kill Mikel Kessler? He did, but I mean, people are acting like he's going to get a set of tools and actually go to the guy's hotel and murder him. I, I mean, I know. it's just people. You know, I, I just I don't know. It's people hype, are acting like it? boxing. it's hype. It's it's you know it's yeah, hype. Of course. I mean, you know, David Hay had a freaking picture of, of, of the Clitchfield's heads, you know, yeah. in, his, in his shirt. And nobody Mike, really said Mike, anything. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson said he's going to eat Lennox Lewis's children. Yeah, exactly. You know, Durant said to <laughs> Leonard's wife he was going to show her what a real man was. I mean, yeah. you know, there's just, it's been plenty of times where fighters said worse things. And, and, you know, everybody just, you know. Yeah, it's worse. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking because it's Frotch, you know, because he is who he is, maybe because he's, he's British. I think people are overreacting a bit. Um, in my opinion, it's just hype, you know. I think he could have said something a bit, you know, a bit better than just, I'm going to kill him. But, you know, it's, it's Frotch for you, you know. He's just going to, he's going to say what he, he wants to say. He's not going to care what you think. And, uh, you know, he fights like he fights. He fights, he talks like how he fights. He just doesn't, he doesn't care. He's going to do what he wants to do. So, well, in my opinion, I, I, I'm fine. I, you know, I've seen worse, I've seen worse and heard worse things from boxers. So, I, you know, in my opinion, it's just, it's, it's a, it's just, it's, you know, it's stupid how people are reacting. I don't know. It, it is something I've got. Ty, what, what do you think? Do you think that maybe it's the pressure? Um, no, I, it's his first uh, massive mainstream fight, really, this, isn't it? He, he flew under the radar for a long time, Carl Frotch, undeservedly. Now he's live on Sky Sports Box Office. Yeah. The entire country's talking about his fight. It, maybe it is, but um, I, I just think people are overreacting. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It, it does seem like there's no need for that. Uh, but it's something I felt like we should address on the show. You know, also, uh, uh, while we're talking about it, while we're talking about the fight, um, the actual the champion at 168, he's going to be in attendance watching this. Uh, Andre Ward. Um, actually, who? there's been talks. Who is? Oh, uh, I, I'm saying the champion. You know, the guy that beat both of them. Uh, he's <laughs> that guy. Um, also, there's talks of Kalzagi being there as well. So that'll be interesting to see both uh, the both. Oh, so, so, so the, the former champion of the division. Yeah, of course, the former, you know, top. All right, top so, so, so you meant Joe Kazaki's though. And oh no, this, I, I mean, like, I'm talking about the current, you know, the guy that that just whooped everybody, you know, the guy that knocked out the 175 uh, <laughs> yeah, champ, that he's, guy. He's yeah. Recently found his passport. Oh, 
Yeah, he's yeah, finally, he actually, yeah, yeah. finally left Auckland, has he? Is he finally yeah. come out of Auckland? Yeah, uh, I've heard he wants to stay in Germany. He likes how they do things there. But um, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see him there, you know? So I'm going to see what he says about two, uh, two fighters. Um, maybe rematches, uh, whoever, you know, if somebody wins uh, very, very significantly, I think it'll, it might be time for a rematch. For, uh, for Maybe, I think, it's, I'm leaning towards Frotch, so I think it'll, it'll be time for a rematch against Frotch, you know? He, I, th- uh, I think it's fair. I think it is fair. I mean, uh, Frotch would be the... I think if Frotch was to win, it'd be the mandatory anyway, being WBA, like, paper champion. I think it'd be a mandatory shot, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, he, he, you know, who else can he fight other than these two guys and maybe Butte and, you know, Butte's fighting uh, Pascal in, in December. Uh, so Yeah, that's miles off now, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's exactly. the shit I was meant to be on the same so, night, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, what, what can he do? You know, he's, he's you know, that, I think that's why he's going to the fight. Um, what do you think, Ty, in all of this? I think if the fight is close to, uh, tomorrow night between Kessler and Froch, and it's good, then we'll get Froch Kessler 3. Um, if there's a clear, clear winner, then uh, mm-hmm. the next obvious fight is against Andre Ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I really want to see either one of these two guys get another crack at Ward, and uh, I don't think it does Ward any harm to take the fight, you know, because he, he he's probably going he's probably going to win again, you know, to be fair. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, it does no harm for him to unify a division, does it? It doesn't no. do any harm for him and his legacy. It can only enhance so, his legacy, uh, can it, to fight outside of his his comfort I, zone. I, I would, I would love to see uh, Frotch Ward too. I, I would love to see that fight. You know, and it's it's what I want to see, and by all accounts, it's what Frotch wants. But it's whether or not it's it's whether or not Frotch can get it. You know, uh, if Eddie Hearn will make it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't think uh, you know unless Frotch wins dominantly, and you know, if it's just another closest fight, I don't think uh, Hearn's going to want to uh, you know put him back into the lands then, which is Ward. You know how dominantly he he beat him. Uh, he beat both Kester and, and uh, Frotch dominantly. So um, yeah, like uh, like uh, Ty said, you know if it's close. Probably another uh, a rematch, rubber match, uh, the third one. Uh, if if it's a blowout free the fighter, we're gonna see uh, the rematch against Ward, I think. Uh, and you know, yet hope again, so. I think, yeah, hope so. Uh, hopefully, I I still think Ward is still, you know, I would still favor him against anybody in the 168 and 175 division. But uh, you know, that's all. Well, that's all for a good he fight. Clearly, he clearly knows where the UK is and how to get on a plane. So um, well, you know, I mean, it, I don't it, think it, I don't it, think it's fair to I don't think it's fair to, to tell the champion to do you know. You know, do something, but uh, you know, but uh, well, yeah, we'll see. Um, I guess we should do some predictions. Uh, close this up. Just right, yeah, uh, we've seen the other predictions. So Kessler Frotch two, Chris. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go for mid mid to late rounds, so eight, seven, nine, uh, seven, eight, nine. I'm gonna say Frotch is gonna knock Kessler out right about then. Noah. Uh, um. I, I'm going to favor Frotch uh, this time. I favored Kessler last time. Um, so you I think it'll be I think it'll be a KO. I think it'll be a, a late KO. Um, but I am not I am not going to be surprised if somehow Kessler comes back and knocks knocks out Frotch. Uh, I think he's there for the taking. The way how he how he fights and uh, you know Kessler's one of the the, the best straight punches in the, in the uh, division maybe in the in the current era. So. Um, I'm going to go for uh, late KO for Frotch, but if we see a, a KO for Kester, I'm not going to be surprised. Uh, go ahead, Ty, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I won't be surprised at any result in this, but I'm going to go with Frotch. Um, stoppage, round seven. Hey. 
That's all. We're all going for stoppages, eh? Yeah. That's yeah. not bad. I've just got a feeling this time. I, I've got a feeling. Did he see the weigh-in? I mean, Frotch looked great on the scales. You know, anybody would say that. So, yeah, I've just got a, I've got a feeling that Frotch, yeah. he, he's got murder in his eyes for his fight. He, he, he wants it, you know? Yeah, and, you know, Kessler has that quiet, you know, confidence in himself. You know, he doesn't I love talk. Kessler. I, I love Kessler as well, you know, I do. You know, so maybe he shows us something. Maybe he shows an animal inside of him tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Ty, why don't you close us out? Right. Um, this was the second podcast for Inside Boxing. You can follow us on Twitter at Inside Boxing Pod, all one word. You can find us on SoundCloud by searching Inside Boxing Podcast. And the same search will find us on iTunes as well. Okay, guys, that's it. Good speaking. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week, people. Yeah, adios.